Johnny Jupiter, a human, more or less. Major Domo, chief of the robots. Presto, it's still in one piece. Say, that's slick. Come on, tell us how you did it, Presto. Welcome to Magic Shop Radio, where we talk shop about magic. Brought to you by absolutely no one. But here's your host, Magician Will Roberts. All right, Will Robertson, of course, hey, here's a new name for you, the Magic Shop Radio Show. Brand new show, new format, a lot of fun, but don't be surprised. We're going to have all the same stuff we normally do. We're going to have guests on that are magicians, people in the magic industry, and of course, myself, Will Roberts, I am a magician, and you know my name because I had, and still sort of, we're going to branch off, and of course, we'll get Brent Garris back in from the Magic Apple doing a segment along with other folks in the magic industry, but uh, we kind of bobbed and weaved, and I decided I wanted to take this show, the magic, well, the magic apple, and change it to the magic shop radio show for a couple of reasons. Let me tell you why. Number one, by the way, you can get this show. Uh, you'll be able to get it on SoundCloud and on the radio show site, which will come a little bit later on. And I'll give you all the social media and all that other fun stuff in just a moment. But here's the reason why I decided to change this format and change it to the Magic Shop radio show. Uh, I can tell you that in all of my years of doing magic back in 1982-ish, uh, that there are so many people in the magic world that have worked at a magic shop myself included a show uh, a shop called zucchini's tricks and things in monterey california that's the central coast of california i work there brian whitehead he's the owner amazing guy magician aren't they all and um for some crazy reason he, he decided to start a magic shop and he is still doing it on cannery row and doing the magic shop but i found that in all my conversations with magicians that many of them have worked at a magic shop and it is a, a breed of people and certainly the owners i will tell you so i decided hey why don't i shop around and call all the magic shops around the world or at least do the best i can and talk to them and say come on the show let's talk magic let's talk shop <laughs> magic shop way of playing words anyway and so um without further ado i'm very excited my very first guest on the show i'm very excited because i have to tell you this gentleman is so interactive on instagram i, I know he's on facebook and does all that stuff but i found him on instagram and this man is a branding crazy magic monster uh joe from misdirections in san francisco <laughs> joe what's happening welcome to the show hey how you doing how you doing honey thank you so much it's such a big honor to have to be the first you're the first uh, magician yeah. <laughs> in the magic shop at the magic shop <laughs> what, what what i have to tell you uh, first of all i said it in the introduction what exactly is the formula for a magic shop owner other than uh, insanity <laughs> it is it's crazy i'll tell you this i don't know if i, I would do it again uh it's the hardest hardest thing yeah. but you gotta love what you do yeah this is this is my passion this is my dream 
Um, I've been doing this for 23 years now. 23 uh, years. That's, that's right. 109 in dog life, I think. I know. Yeah. <laughs> that tells you how old I am. No. Uh, but you know what? You, you just got to love it what you do. And, uh, you know, it's it's the community you bring in. I'm from San Francisco. Yeah. Born and raised. And uh, I've been doing this for, you know, ever. And I've I've introduced magic to kids. Yes. To, I know that. The, the, when they grow up, uh, they come to see me. Their their kids are adults, and they get married, and they bring their kids in. So I know I built a community. I think that's the biggest thing that I think uh, is the San Francisco Bay Area. There's a really good, strong community. I've built professionals, uh, amateurs, you name it. Um, I think the, the the greatest thing about having that. But there's no sleep. There's no time, <laughs> and. It's funny that you say this that you're gonna uh, call every match. There's there's only a handful of us, <laughs> yeah. so when you start calling other shops, there's not that many, and that's why we need support from everybody. Yeah, we're absolutely. all gone. The brick and mortars are disappearing. Yeah, they you know they are, and it's all becoming sort of online. And you know we'll talk about this in a second how magic has changed because we've both been doing it. I would say pretty much about the same amount of time. Yes. And um, one thing you mentioned, I want to say first of all before you go anywhere misdirections magic shop located 1236 9th avenue san francisco california 94122 also you can give them a call at 415-566-2180 you can email joe at joe at misdirections.com also uh let's do some social media because you are a definitely a social media guy <laughs> misdirections magic that is of course facebook no i'm sorry that's instagram, instagram. that's right um misdirections magic on Instagram. Facebook is Misdirections Magic Shop. And on Twitter, it's Joe Misdirection. Joe yeah. Misdirection. And just the website, misdirections.com. Absolutely. I was just going to say that. Which, by the way, <laughs> you have some great stuff. And, you know, speaking of that, uh, and like you said, you're right, the brick and mortar magic shop. And it's kind of like books, Joe. You know, I, I, as much as I love and I'm extremely savvy, as you well know, with all my social media and all the you things are. that I do. Yeah. Well, but you know what? Having a, uh, right in front of me, uh, a books uh, on magic uh, is a far cry different. Far cry different than having, um, you it's know, maybe so a, a, much better. Yeah, a YouTuber you know, you than know. a YouTuber, or you know what it is. That's how we used to learn through a book. Yeah, and the, the difference between reading a book is, than just watching it live yeah. or learning it from a video yeah. is first off you have to read it. Yeah. Second, after you read it, you have to analyze it. You yeah. have to actually sit down, play with it. Do the trick. If you're doing a card trick, you're learning it, you're studying it. You're, you don't know what it looks like. So right. you're trying to figure it out. As soon as you figure it out, then you gotta, you, you've got to, you've got the moves down, you got to apply it. Yeah. And then you got to figure out how to perform it. Yeah. The the showmanship, the misdirection, sure. pattern, the timing, the pattern, yeah. everything. So that is what makes a real magician uh, versus like the, the guys, they buy a video or they watch it on YouTube now. Sure. And they learn and they copy the guy. Yeah. So there's like, 20 guys doing Michael Amar, 20 guys doing Jay Sankey. <laughs> with with uh, no patter, no patter and all uh, and all just YouTube uh, video stuff, which is definitely a, a far cry different than, you know, I, I hate to say it, real magic. And this conversation has been, you know, the one on the, the other show I was doing is constantly talking about how wonderful cardistry is and how cool it is to have the YouTube stuff sometimes. But there's a lack of understanding that, you know, they're, 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 well, they're you can 
can tell because a cardist, uh, a cardistry guy is totally different than a magician. Yeah. Of course, we always say it's a juggler. Yeah. Uh, there, there's a right place and a right time. I'm yeah. going to just tell you. Yeah. There's no wrong thing about the cardistries. But, you no. know, when you see a cardistry awesome. guy, he's really amazing. But when you tell, ask him to do a trick, they no. can't do anything. No. I have all the cardistry guys come to see me. And you could see it. Some of them come in. They don't even know how, you know, just doing a simple, um, I had uh, Oliver from Sweden, sure. a really famous car yeah, guy. Yeah, I know it is, yeah. He came in. You, I don't know, you see him. He, we did a whole uh, little video in the shop uh, on Instagram. Yeah. And he didn't even know how to do a ball vase. Wow. It was hilarious. And he was so amazed at the ball vase. But he could do these crazy ball card uh, things. And it's it's just, you see it. Uh, that it's a new, it's another phase of magic, it is. but uh, but it's a different type. If yeah. these card guys would do magic, yeah. they would be killing us. Yeah, you know the thing is, is that, and I have uh, recently in the last eh, two years or so, really sort of worked more because I do a lot of cards, coin stuff, and I've yes. worked a lot of those flourish. We call them flourishes. Flourishes. Yeah. That's a, that, you're old school. Yeah, <laughs> old school. There you go. You know, those flourishes, like you think of Nelson T. Downs and all these people that, from the history of magic. And, and you know, I bet they would be like flipping over in their graves going, that's amazing. But here's the thing that that I think what you're saying and how I feel is that, you know, there's a, a lack of like the depth of magic for cardistry people. They're phenomenal. Some of them are amazing. The only one that really drives me nuts is that thing where they square the deck up and they cut it up in five different ways and flip it around in their hands and they're all yes it, that drives me out of my mind i'm like i you don't know, see any application for that at all other than me the, wanting to shoot my gun at it <laughs> <laughs> you know the thing about it is once you learn that stuff you gotta have a good trick yeah and if you don't have a good trick it, it doesn't fly sure and and, and here's Literally the big thing about fly. that you're giving away secrets yeah. Because if you are a, a pool hustler yeah. and you're out there shooting pool and you're showing off all your moves, right. who's gonna who's gonna no one you know no one. So that's the same thing with magic. I would say be sloppy, like Leonard Green. Yeah. He's dropping be real. the cards, yeah, and then real. he could yeah. do the flourishes. Yeah. But you know what? If you drop the cards, all of a sudden you pick it up. Your magic is stronger. Sure. No, you know what? That's an amazing, yeah, that's an amazing, Joe. That's an amazing analogy. And I have to tell you, you know, because as a magician, us and the people listening to this show, uh, the fact of the matter is, is that when we do things like I'll do a, uh, you know, I'll fan them and I'll do a reverse fan and show nothing on it and I'll do something and I'll cut with one hand and they'll go, boy, I don't want to play cards with you. That's it. Yeah, that's the problem. Less is more. Yeah. I, I always feel less is more. Yeah. Uh, if you come in and see me in the shop, when I demo stuff, you see me. I, I look like I'm an idiot. I can't even yeah. hold the card sometimes. <laughs> and then people go, and then, but the magic is stronger when yes, the actual is. outcome. So you want to be less and you want to show off more. Right. And then you want to use the misdirection. You want to use your your skills of entertainment versus yeah. the skills of the cards. Absolutely. Or, yeah, I agree the, with you. And the I have to, or anything. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And I have to tell you that, you know, think about the essence of when when we sit down and we're trying to either learn a trick or we're trying to create something, whether it's a move or a trick, you start off with, I'm going to be very basic, and this is a visual, and I'm sure if you're a magician, you can figure this out. I'm going to take a sponge ball. I'm going to take the sponge yep. ball. I'm going to place it in my hand. I'm going to close it. 
I'm then going to open it. It's still there. Now, if I take it, go, close my hand, and then open it, then they go, oh, you did a move. We work on trying to make ourselves look as natural. Natural. It should be. That's what Vernon said. It should be. Be natural. Yeah. Vernon said it the best. You have to be natural. We want everybody to say, I put the coin. In fact, Vernon would always teach how, like a double if. You yep. always talk about how would you actually do it? So you, the main thing we would always, I was always, people come to see me. I go, how would you do it if you really put That's the right. sponge ball in your hand? Yeah. Do it for real yeah. and then do the move. Yeah. So you have to pretend to do it. Right. So do it for real. Do it for real. Go on and on. Okay, mm-hmm. think about that. I'm going to do a, a regular, I flip the card over real. Then mm-hmm. you do the double. Sure. You put the coin in your hand. You put the sponge ball in. How do you do it for real? Then for real. You do the, the, yeah. the, you know, the fake. Yeah. Now, let me ask you just a side note. What double lift do you do? Uh, for me, yeah. I just do a strike. Oh, okay. You know, simple, easy. Yeah. Uh, sometimes I'll do a Jennings. Okay. Uh, you know, it, it, you know what? I had, here's the here's a, here's a pertinent portion. Depends on the trick. Oh, okay. I got you. Everything always falls in. People That's always, true. always, they ask me the same thing. They always, what, what, uh, what, which one are you going to use? I go, you know what? It all depends yeah. on the trick. Because if it's and, a packet trick, it might be different yes, than if it's a deck. You know, and, or who's, who am I performing for? Yeah. Who's my audience? What's the trick? So everything always depends. The more knowledge you have, though, the better you are. Absolutely. Yeah. So that's, the best thing to do, the more knowledge. Yeah. I, I, I'll tell you that I tend to, uh, I've become very good at in the last whatever years of, I think it's Marlowe's, which is mm-hmm. basically from the top right and you peel it off. And mm-hmm. the reason why it's, it, I do that is because I use second deal a lot. Yes. So if you do that, they both look the same. So being able to as, do a double lift that way. I think as long as you are, uh, you have to do it always. Yeah. Like always. that same thing. You you do a single card, it's got to be like that. You do a yeah. double, you got always do yeah. it like that. A triple, Absolutely. always do it like that. No it. weird. That's right. Out of the blue. No, because, because then people go, like, well, that's kind of weird. You just did. Yeah. That why one. did you mm-hmm. all of a sudden do yeah. this move? Yes. <laughs> Joe at Misdirections Magic Shop, of course, in San Francisco, California. You can go to the website at misdirections.com. That miss. How'd you get that? That's awesome. Misdirections.com. Uh, I just thought about that for a long time, and you know what is the secret to magic? Misdirection. It's misdirections. That's everything, right. everything we do, and yeah. that is the main thing we do in magic. So it just kind of fell in place. It's amazing you got that that name dot com, misdirections. That's pretty cool. <laughs> took a while. Took a while. <laughs> I bet. I bet. I, you know, speaking of you know, misdirection being the key of magic, that's the only way I can get away with stuff with my wife. Is misdirection, <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, uh, of course you can go to his Instagram at misdirections magic. Uh, his Facebook is misdirections magic shop, and on Twitter it's Joe Misdirection. Okay, I got a question for you. So, or actually, I want to make a statement. And I want you to elaborate on it because you said something in the beginning that really intrigued me, and I really believe this to be very true about magic shops, and that is mm-hmm. this: because I worked there, and before I worked at the magic shop, I was a sixteen-year-old kid in a ripped-up Yamaha jacket. I'll be very 
very clear and say that um, hmm, I was smoking a little weed back then in eighty something. I was, <laughs> was a okay skater. Now. Yeah, I'm okay now. Now it's legal and I don't want it. That's funky. Uh, but the fact is, is that you know I was uh, pretty much a, a rebel without a Santa Claus. And the fact of the matter is, is that the magic shop is what helped me change everything. And consequently, a gentleman by the name of Roy Slater, who probably no one knows wow. anymore. You know who that is? I don't know who okay. that is. Okay, Roy Slater, back in 1980s, he's a big biker dude, did a lot of ma- – he made a lot of magic stuff. And he lived in Monterey, had a goatee, big guy. And he was a pretty – I'd say he was pretty well-known around the circles. Anyway, said, the only thing I can tell you, Will, about being a magician is become a good actor. Well, oh. <laughs> consequently, um, you know, 38 years later, I'm that's what I do for a living. But here's what I want to ask you. You said – said something very important, which is that you have a lot of people come in, beginner students, kids, adults, and you see them go from here to there. Would you agree that there's a very good therapeutic and helpful and educational life part of one, hanging out at a magic shop, two, learning magic, and three, magic shops, I think, take wayward people a lot, don't they? It's 100%. Everything is a yes, 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 yes. Good. You know, we have been, uh, you know, you, you come in, you you feel this lifestyle, you feel welcome. It's a brotherhood. No matter yeah. what level you're on, you can be the little kid. And That's like true. you said, you, you were buddies with this older guy. Yeah. Uh, you know, right? So this is what's great about magic. There's no age limit. You can still learn from the young kid, from the old kid. There's a camaraderie in the group. Uh, when you come in, you'll meet new people. You do card tricks, you do coins, you do the mentalism. Uh, you know, you come in, you see the owner or the guy there. Usually there's somebody who should be good, hopefully. <laughs> going to teach you some right magic that's and funny. the right philosophy of magic. Yes. Uh, that's what I'm there. And yeah. I really am a one-man You uh, are. Shop. And uh, people come in, and I think that's the great thing. And you never know who walks in the shop because we've got a lot of top pros coming in to see me. Um, I'm very lucky because I, uh, I am one of the few, and I think real magic shops, all over the world that actually knows the stuff because yeah. I am behind the counter. Right. I am the guy ringing it up. I am the guy cleaning the, you know, the, the window. I am the guy actually reading the books. Like you were talking to me earlier uh-huh. before, uh, I stay up till three, four in the morning every day, Jeez. learning new magic, reading the books, watching those videos. And when I, I like something, I say, this is good. And I would tell you the truth. A lot of times, if I don't like it, I will say, this is no good. And I was like, don't buy this. Don't waste your money. Um, but I really think the the magic is if you go to a shop and you see support all local magic shops. That's yeah, so important. Absolutely. Because, you know, it's, it's a tough business, especially with the internet. Uh, people don't realize that we pay rent. Yeah. We pay insurance. We are there. We stock it. And we're there to help you, the, uh, the, the, you know, because we know the stuff. And if you ask the guy behind the counter, what's a good book? I'm at this level. Um, and that's the very first question I always ask people. Uh, you do some magic. Where are you from? You know, where are yeah, you right What, now? what do you? you have? What, you know, and they say, oh, I have this book and or I, I don't have any books or I have these videos or I have these tricks. I will guide you along the way to your magic because I, you know, and this is the biggest thing in magic. Um, when I think about where we go in the magic field, 
we stand on shoulders of others. Yeah. And you know that if you see a, uh, a magician and he's terrible, you know, every time we, we bring out the cards, you see people go, oh, I don't want to see the cards. Oh, no, 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 no card trick. That's, <laughs> and you know, that's because there was a lot of people that did bad card tricks. Uncle yeah. Bob did a card uh, trick. I have Little an Uncle Bob, by the way. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> maybe that's the one. Yeah. <laughs> but that's what happens is people see the bad magic and that's what we don't want. So, you know, a lot of people say if you, if they hire a juggler, he drops the ball, no problem. If he hires a musician they go or a singer, they go off key, no problem. Yeah. But when you hire a magician and one magician messes up or you see a bad magic trick, you'll never hire another magician. No, you're right. So we really got to be on the ball. So if we teach good magic we, and we all become good magicians, then we, the magic becomes a better uh, art form, sure. a better entertainment value. Everybody wins. Yeah. But when we do bad magic, which is the worst, yeah. that's where we have a problem. Well, you know, uh, uh, let me just say that uh, we've both been doing this long enough to know that there's a very big stigma of magicians anyway. And, and really, I don't mean this to be derogatory or rude to anybody out listening in the audience about wearing ruffled uh, tuxedo shirts from the oh. 70s. <laughs> yeah. Or, or big, big uh, vel velvet bow ties. But the fact is, is that, you know, it's probably one of those uh, industries or one of those uh, hobbies that that's the word I'm looking for is, is that it breeds a lot of hobbyists that don't necessarily have any performance background. We need the, the, a lot of the, like Teller, I think, said it best. There, there needs to be like a um, uh, a time, you know, like a, uh, a, a stage time. Yeah. Oh, like absolutely. A pilot, a pilot takes, you know, you to go get your license in a, in a DMV. Mm -hmm. You need so many hours before you get your li uh, license, right? Yeah. A pilot, same thing. A magician should have that too. Yeah. Unfortunately, we don't. And, you know, that's where the bad magic comes in. Right. Um, but then again, you got the thing where, where do you learn? You got to try it. Um, as long as you practice enough and you go out and you, and you enjoy it, I don't mind, but you come in and see me, I will tell you what you're doing wrong, Absolutely. what you're doing right. Right. And the most important thing is you got to go out and do it, but there is some bad magic out there. And um, the YouTube right now, you see oh a lot of gosh. kids doing it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's like, and this is funny, we talk about this YouTube uh, or the, the, uh, the kids, the magicians now, you know. This is a funny thing. Um, I talked to Josh Jay about this. Okay. And we talked about this, about the new generation of magic. Oh, good. And that's uh, the next the, subject. I'm glad you... Uh, oh, okay. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm glad... No, I'm glad you're dovetailing into this because there's the, some the, things... The new that generation of magic. What, where are we going? And yeah. You know what the new generation... The new generation doesn't want to perform for real people. No. They want to do it over Instagram. Yeah. They want to do it over the phone. Yeah. Uh, they want to do it over online. And yeah. there's just... And people are coming in just to buy quick tricks yep. but i wait wait those tricks are not for uh live you can no. it's angly it's, it's only angly. a gimmick yeah. you can't you can't really do that live but they don't care yeah. uh they just want to do and it's like wait a minute you don't even react uh, and the guy's putting out new tricks this is yeah. the other thing they're doing tricks that are like you can't even uh, do these live and did you actually perform these live for you know not just for your mother yeah. did you actually go out because in the old days we would test out the tricks you do right we yeah. would go out do it a hundred times do it for strangers family friends yeah. and then you know we 
practice. We do the pattern. We come up with different variations. That's right. But nowadays, they just whip it out. They do. And they put it, and the trailer looks great. Or he's, And then you watch the – you get the trick. He goes, they're not even performing for real people. No. It's only for the camera. It is. And, 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 and again, that's the same thing of we were talking about kind of with the whole book and the feel and, and the philosophy behind this art of magic because, you know, it really is so old school uh, magic. And now what's happened is, is that, like you said, I'll – when a magician myself watch a a video on uh, Instagram or YouTube and I look at it and go that well man that's got to be a camera trick because that was too amazing that's a problem because yes. that means that your normal audience will go oh, yeah, it's that is yeah it's it, it is a trick, a trick. <laughs> and it's probably something they do with the camera yeah. or something like, which is the truth probably yeah, which is probably. It, it, because there's no other explanation. Yeah. And I uh, saw a guy just tonight. He was doing – and by the way, I, I kind of forgot to tell you in the beginning of the program that it's kind of a given uh, rule of the show that you have to be messing with a deck or you have to be messing <laughs> with coins while you're talking. While to you're me, listening. While you're listening. Either that or at least an eye shot of some sort of trick. And I bet you damn well that you've got too many of them in your eyesight right now. Yes. Um, but the fact of the matter is is that I watched this guy and it was about a 10-second clip do a card change that was like seven cards and i'm like just not possible just not possible the what he, and i could see because you know you can save them and i download it and i'm like watching it going let me at least see if i get the move and there's nothing and it's that thing that nowadays there's a guy that's really amazing and he's really well known for jumping into a glass of water or he does this whole thing where he'll like jump into a car when it's running yes it's all, yes yes yeah I that guy yeah, that, that guy. guy. He's amazing. But now it's what? All trick cameras. Yeah, and we're now getting that where it's actually like After Effects and editing, and they're going through this whole process, and it's well, kind of sad. It's really sad. You know, Mark Wilson. Yeah. I talked to. Uh, you know, I'm the first one who brought Mark Wilson out to um, lecture. Wow. Yeah, and uh, you know, he when was, was that? The, this is maybe like ten years ago. Whoa. Okay. And, uh, you know, he's already old. <laughs> I, I saw him at the uh, AMAs. I did a, a yeah, report. He's fantastic. He I love fantastic. him. And his son. One of my heroes uh, growing of course, up. All and, of us. No, and uh, he, he really changed magic. And I remember him telling the story about how he first got on TV, how he said yep. they, he went to the uh, TV studios back then. And he, he actually is the first person to bring magic on TV. I know. He is. And, uh, World yeah, record, and so, I think. And he went, um, he went there. And they said, no, no deal. We don't believe it. No one's going to think so. You're going to, uh, there's no way. It's all trick cam. You know, you're going to use all trick wow. photography. There's no way. And so he came back to the studio and he says, I've got three things to tell you. We're going to have a live studio audience. We're going to tell people we're going to have live studio. What you see at home is live, what they see. And we will say it right off the dot. No trick camera no oh. trick photography everything you see tonight will be live and that changed magic and he became the first person then of course doug henning and you got yeah, david copperfield doug. and if you watch the old shows they all looked at the camera right before the show yeah. starting goes ladies and gentlemen there is no, no trick, trick photography yeah. Yeah. everything you see is live yeah. and all of a sudden not anymore. now you not anymore you never see it. the only thing you will see is disclaimers is all the stunts perform please do not try this at home yeah i saw you know i, I don't know actually i had him on a, a guest recently but 
I can't remember his name. He's very well known, or maybe I'm not trying to say his name. Uh, but the fact <laughs> is, is that his show's amazing. But it just, it just can't be that some of the stuff that's happening isn't trick photography. So I kind of think it's maybe like a reality show where they, yes, <laughs> you know, like maybe or, it, it really is fake, but we're not going to tell you because it's a reality show. I don't we know. don't want to say that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's it's kind of a bad thing um, because nowadays. Where do you draw, draw the line? Yeah. I don't want us to come off, just so we're clear, Joe, um, I don't want us to come off as a bunch of old guys, which I don't <laughs> think I which I don't think I am. But the point is, is that I don't want to come off as a bunch of old guys, the cardistry guys and uh, magicians that are doing YouTube right now are going, well, they can go up in hell and they, they don't know what, they're just old school. Well, no, what we're trying to say is, is that magic's been around for much longer than you and me, collectively, and, yes. and 10 of us. Uh, but the thing is, is that uh, there is a certain, uh, respect. And you know what? There, there is, and you know what? There will be good guys. I'm never. Oh I mean, yeah, you know, lots there, of good uh, stuff there are there. a lot of great guys. Look, Amazing. Shin Lim just won. Shin, I know. It's fantastic. Yeah. But he isn't he? Um, he's a lot of black art, isn't he? Well, you know what? I'm not going to say what he does, but I'm going to tell you this because we want to keep a secret. I'll tell yeah. you this though. He can only that stuff is for close up stage. Yeah. So you can't do that stuff. Right there in front of you. No, most of the time. that's right. You have to be far monitor. away <laughs> and a monitor. And yeah. it's like, okay, well, that you know, people that come in and buy this stuff from me, that's his stuff. I go, are you sure you'd be able to do this? Right. You really can't do that stuff right there in front of you. No, and, 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 and that's what I thought. Yeah, and you know, and I had heard some things, and it's wonderful when that happens. Oh, and side note, it's wonderful when that happens because it definitely helps places like you. Uh, that yes. are selling things. But, uh, you know, my side note was, you know, I think you saw on my Instagram where I was uh, spinning a fire rope and mm -hmm. uh, I did it for America's Got Talent. They called up, uh, you know, agents and they had a casting call looking for specifically magicians to do fire tricks. Yep. Well, consequently, I got a hold of the agent or the, the casting director that I knew because I had done some trick roping stuff. And I said, look, um, I, I I'm a magician, but how about some cards and I'll do a fire rope in my my huckster, you know, vaudevillian look. And he goes, well, I don't know, let me pitch it. Well, when I talked to the director, Ryan Sage, who I've had on my show, he said, I saw what you were doing and immediately thought, this is exactly what we want. But consequently, the reason why I'm saying that to you is, is because they knew or have been trying to filter magic through America's Got Talent because it's in again. You know how I used to tell Brian at the magic shop, you know how yes. it goes through cycles, right? Brian, he go, yeah, well, it's in now. And it's and then two years later, it's out now. And then Fox yeah. came out with the show that was telling it, this is back in the eighties and nineties, yes. telling people how to do it. And I was outraged. And then it was in again. And so it is secular or, or roller coastery, but it does. it's in now. And thank to him uh, and winning because they, that's wonderful for us it, it really is it's it's, it's, Bring on the it's gigs. positive in everything everything we do we finally had another magician who won uh and that's a good thing it, it's getting exposure and people are going to see more magic and they're excited about it and and shin is has got a big following and uh yes. I, all to him and he's going to do well and uh, it, it helps good magicians help good magicians yeah, absolutely. bad magicians you know, promote bad magic. Right, so we right. want to, we want to keep going 
Uh, and I think uh, the new generation, we're going to have a bunch of, we will have, but we won't have it as well as it used to be right. because these guys don't go out and perform. They no. perform uh, on the, on the camera. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the magicians, you know, you ask, in the old days, you talk to a, uh, a magician or a young guy, he goes, what do you want to do? Well, I want to be a magician. I go, okay, so you got to go out and perform. You got to go out and try stuff. And you sure. go, nowadays, they don't even care to say, I want to actually go out and perform. I'll, I'll do it from, mm. from the camera. Yeah. And I'm like, whoa, guys, yeah. you're not even talking to people. No. You don't even know what to say, yeah. how to dress, how to. Yeah talk to people but does that surprise you joe only because you know here we are and i coined this phrase as a keynote speaker hooked mm -hmm. on iphonics hooked on <laughs> iphone i love it yeah I love well it. it's it. because you know nowadays we can't even uh, afford to pay attention and you look at people and my keynote talks about the fact that you know i'm watching a, a family when i'm at a restaurant of five yes. a mom and a dad and three kids and they're all on an ipad or an iphone until there's only one moment they put it down and that's when the food comes so they can switch hands and get a fork the yes. point is is that you know are you surprised that people that the younger generation boy are we am i sounding are our first episode sounded we, like old guys. Hey, I know a bunch of old, old, old geezers. Well, two thousand. Yeah, I think we're we're talking like uh, Vernon and Charlie Miller. It's oh, all right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you get my teeth back in. No, I don't. Again, I don't mean to do this, but I just think that you know, if if anything for uh, the show, uh, of course, I want to let you know you're listening to the Magic Shop Radio Show, and uh, the bottom line is is that I just want people to know that the reason that I'm doing this and having you on and any others is we want to get to where we're performing and entertaining people and being natural and not saying, uh, yeah, I know there's an audience here, but I'll be over by the camera. Just keep watching your phones because the interaction is people to people. That's what I believe real good magic is. That's what's going to, uh, you know what? It's going to come back. I know. I believe there's going to be a big thing. And I think Shin's doing it yeah. uh, because people are like, people coming into me, you know, lay people coming to me and goes, I can't wait to see him in Las Vegas. Yeah. Uh, and oh, yeah. I go, do there's, big. they're going to go and circle big, grab I go, it. I go, there's, Tons of magicians right now you could see live. Yeah, in in San Francisco, yeah. in you know, in, you know, there's so many places you could see live performers. Yeah, and it's like you can see that every single day if you, you want to. Yeah, um, and, and let's be absolutely crystal clear that there is a lot of great magic out now and is. it is really i mean i took a small break because i went and traveled the world and did my my cowboy stuff my trick roping gun spinning but coming back into it i'm just so excited that there is i love cardistry stuff in the sense that i will do a thing because of my character uh the huckster that i can do something that has a neat little flourish and it'll be kind of fun because they know i'm gonna try to hustle them that's the whole character. i think you're perfect for that character. Thank you very you know? much, Joe. I want to let you know. I want to thank you for bottom line. It's going to take a lot. It's going to take a, a lot more work, though. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I think you just told me the opposite, buddy. No. Hey, listen. Do you have a couple more minutes? I want to close with something. Sure. You went past riveting, by the way. It's been over 30 minutes. I want to let you know. Oh, Absolutely. Okay. Talking to Joe at Misdirections Magic Shop in San Francisco, California, uh, 94122, if you know that zip code. Also, if you want to get a hold of him, you can go to the website, which is misdirections.com. That misdirections.com. It's a cool site. You have got so much stuff there. I just can't even believe it. When I'm done with the show, I'm going to go there. Hey, how about some sort of like either promo code or you know mention what? All you have to do something. 
mm-hmm. is mention uh, the radio show, The Magic Shop, uh, Will Roberts, yeah. and uh, you get 10% off. Bingo. I'm going to go right now and spend all my PayPal money. <laughs> 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 all right. So, um, you know, again, I want to point out that there's a lot of amazing stuff that's out there. And, it, it, you know, magic is really, really ramped up. If some of the original forefathers and mothers, I will say, because we don't talk much about women in magic, it's weird. It's a new thing now. It and is. There's a lot. A lot of women. It's fantastic. I'm really, you know, it's just like anything else. Uh, the women are coming, and yeah. when they come, they're going to dominate they soon. Are. <laughs> yeah, I've seen some really amazing women. Uh, there's a couple of them online as well, and there's a couple of cardistry gals out there that are just like, wow, there they go, wow, amazing stuff. But uh, what I wanted to say was, there's one style. And this is not the closing thing, but one thing that drives me a slightly bit nuts, and it's that whole thing about uh, if you see like any of the magic there's a lot of magic tutorial uh, membership places I'm not going to really mention them online I've mm-hmm. got a couple of them that I do but I kind of dropped off because it's like super complicated really out there you're going to spend you know 15 years trying to learn these moves but the fact of the matter is is that it's the it's the video promos that they do where everybody at the end when the reveal comes goes oh my f f and this oh f f f and that and i'm like really is that where we're at? That we're now. I mean, seriously. Look, I'm from Chicago, Illinois, six zero six one six South Side. Okay, I'm all good. But the fact is, is that do I really need to see a magician do something and everybody launching into f bombs? Yes. And, and and I think it's done for on purpose, Joe. Is is it's for the young generation, yeah, and okay. it's cool. We don't like magic but, unless you know, you're shoving a hot poker. You know, but you right. don't you don't eat that. You know, mm-hmm. let the magic speak for itself. If it's good, you know it, and and people react. Let the people react. Right. David Blaine. Yeah, absolutely. Let the people react. Let the people react. You know? That's that's magic. It should be magic. It okay. should be magic. Closing closing thing. I, I want to say first of all, uh, thank you for coming on the first show. I'm very excited. Oh, thank you so much. It was an honor. Yeah, it's fun. Okay, so uh, the shop. I want to finish off with the shop. That'll be my mo. Every time I talk about <laughs> any show, uh, we want to talk about the shop. Um, you have a great shop. I've seen it. I am just kind of bummed out that I haven't been in the city lately. I was there last year doing a gig for literally a half an hour, and then they put me in a, a town car Play. and took me back. And oh I my had gosh. To leave. Yeah, and I went to another thing in Vegas. So the point is, is that if I would have stayed a little bit longer, I would have come to visit, which I'm dying great, to great, do. Great. Yeah, everybody but, just come on by. Yeah. So, but, but here's the thing: the shop is amazing, but you also have space and you do lectures. Tell me about the shop. So the shop is, uh, you know, it's probably the biggest shop in anywhere that you can find because it's really small. But <laughs> we have everything. You do. Um, you know, you name it, I have it. All the books, all the videos, all the tricks. Uh, I think the most important thing is the knowledge because I am there. There's no one else. There's That's no amazing. other employee. There's only Why? me. Uh, um, it's just I thought about doing it and people always want to talk to me. You know, oh, the pros come in to see me. They want advice from me. The amateur wants to see me. The little kid wants to see me. The You know, so everybody, everybody was drop and say i just want to listen to him and and so and i'm the guy who could do everything you name it i could do it so any trick any book any you know i'll give you my honest opinion um so we've been there it's been me for 23 years now and uh, it's a long time 
Um, How many tough. magicians beg you? Like, look, I know that uh, I've been to enough magic shops that you walk in and you go, hey, you know, I do it for I'll do it for a deck of cards. I'll yes, come here five a lot days of people. a week. But you know what, Harry? <laughs> they, they, after they, they sit behind the counter and, and you know what? The next guy comes in. I don't want to talk to that kid. Yeah. Or I want I want to talk to Joe. Yeah. yeah. So I kind of hold court every day. Uh, hold you know, court. And, nice. So in a way, you, you're listening to me, but then I'm busy. You just you know stay off in the corner, and there's magicians hanging out all day long. Yeah, of course. Um, so the great thing, we're in a great location, you know, right on the street. Uh, we're next to Golden Gate Park. Yeah, I know so, where you're at. Yeah, it's awesome. So right there. Um, you know, so I've got everything you want in magic. Uh, I think the and with lectures, I hold the top names in the yes, country. You do. Uh, some guys you will not even get. Uh, our last one was just David Williamson. Um, mm-hmm. And right before that, Gregory Wilson, uh, Michael mm-hmm. Amar, mm-hmm. right before that. So those are just a couple of top names. Um, you name it, we've got coming through. The biggest, and the shop is so small that and because San Francisco is hard, yeah. I have to rent another space. So it's not like, really? oh, oh, for the know, lectures. For lectures, yes. Jeez. And I, and, uh, and once in a while, I'll produce a show and then. Uh, with the top guys, you know, like Jeff McBride has yeah. been um, here, Jeff, yeah. uh, and Shimada. I brought Shimada. I saw out. that. Uh, awesome. I um, met him. He's fantastic. He's fantastic. So you know, I bring in, and then we have a big competition every. Um, I haven't done it for a while, but the best magician of San Francisco. It's a big contest. Um, I should be doing that hopefully very soon. Um, so you'll get the best magician yeah. of San Francisco. Let us. So we know, do a lot of. Please. We do a lot of a lot of uh, local things, uh, all the local magicians, um, not just the locals, but like I said, all the people from all over the world come to see me. Um, very lucky, a big loyal following um, all over the world, and uh, you know, and you and I got probably the biggest card for those cardists, artistry uh, guys. Yeah. I've got the biggest. People come in, they go, they're like they're want their mouths drop. Eyes, yeah. Because <laughs> if you watch, you know, every week I've got new new decks. Every and I've got decks that you can't even get. That's crazy. Uh, you know, back in the eighties and nineties when I uh, was doing, yeah, magic, we had what three we, decks. Yeah, I was trying. <laughs> I was desperately trying to find fan backs and yes. and, uh, and circle uh, back, circle back. You know, and I would get to a shop and I'd see and I go, oh, look, they have look. There's in the card count count in the card thing. There's like five different decks. Now you walk in, and it's like for the love of Pete, they got weed decks. You got, yes. I mean, all kinds of stuff. I'll tell you. I, now I kind of been grabbing them and saying, let's just my favorite of I, actually one of my favorites, and I have it right here is the Hocus Pocus deck. Oh yes. Love the Hocus Pocus deck. Anyway, uh, Joe, Misdirections Magic Shop. Boy, what a pleasure this has been. Um, by all means, I have to tell you, folks, you if you can't get to Misdirections Magic Shop, the next best thing is watching Joe's Instagram. <laughs> he is always – I'm speaking like you're not here, Joe. Uh, he <laughs> is always doing something fun and cool and demoing. And uh, just – Joe, I love your demos just because – your personality is that of uh, let me see uh, a crazy person, and uh, and you're really very entertaining. Thanks for entertaining us. I appreciate it. 
Thank you so much. Absolutely. Hey, you're listening to the Magic Shop Radio Show. You can get us on Instagram, Magic Shop Radio, Magic Shop Radio, and my Instagram, Will Roberts Actor. That's Will Roberts Actor. Check it out and all that fun stuff. Going up to Joe's stuff, of course, again, Misdirections Magic on Instagram. That's Misdirections Magic. On uh, Facebook, Misdirections, Misdirections Magic Shop. Say that 10 times fast. And on Twitter, it's Misdirection, Joe Misdirection. Joe Misdirection. I don't know at this point what direction i'm going in joe but uh thanks for hanging out with us it has really been a pleasure and i know we'll talk to you again soon all right there it is misdirections magic shop in san francisco uh, now let's swing over to the other side of the california state and go to brent Karras and of course the magic apple radio show uh this is a segment we did on tannin's magic they came to visit in the la area and we caught them in the studio uh, we'll get Brent all of his stuff set up for the next time. But right now, listen to this and enjoy the show. And our guest today is, uh, he owns a magic shop that's on the sixth floor. Sixth floor. Maybe the one of the oldest magic shops in the yeah. country or at An least icon. top five. The this name. is Adam Blumenthal from Tannin's Tannin. Magic. Thanks for coming out. For he flew done. all the way to Studio City for this half an hour radio show. That's so it. Wow. Put your really car in park that. or stop jogging. And stop Put the kids to bed. It's a very expensive radio show today because he flew in today and he's leaving today. So it's going to be awesome. Is it a kind of a given thing that magic shops are tend to be on? Because I work now. at a place called Zucchini's Tricks and Things. Second yeah, floor of the carousel. Yeah. I think the I mean, rent is slightly cheaper upstairs. 1925, always been off street level. Wow. Um, it's, always, it's not always been the same spot, though. No, not always been the same spot. There's been about five locations. Wow. Uh, wow. Going there, it was on the second floor. Oh, so that's so funny. There. Oh. Um, but it makes it more interesting, right? Because you get more time to spend with people who walk in who really want to be there. And right. It's an effort to come up here, here right? <laughs> yeah. Like the, there's a frame store downstairs and a cigarette shop. And there's a lot of guys. That, and they get all kinds of crazies down there. They just look, kind of want to come in and take up space. But you got to make an effort to come to the really second floor. Second Sixth floor is even more. You're, you're coming to the um, magic Is there shop. elevators or are we taking stairs? There's elevators. Okay. Um, but it's a, it's a trick in and of itself to find us. There's no signage outside. Wow. Uh, we're in a commercial building on the middle of um, 34th Street, right in Midtown Manhattan. Gee. So how would right somebody? So somebody that wants like they have to know just Google. Says that you're looking for it. I mean, wow. if you look at Magic in New York, you're going to find us, and that's where you're going to end up. You don't bump into it. That's so crazy. And how long? So you you don't look like you were born in 1925. No. I, What's <laughs> give us a little timeline um, of how Tannins is going on? I grew up as a as a customer at the shop. Um, I interned there. I worked there part time for Tony Spina, who was the owner mm -hmm. at the time. Um, and then a handful of years later, Tony was looking to sell it. And with um, another gentleman who's no longer part of the business, uh, we bought it. And for the last 10 years or so, uh, I've been That's it on crazy. my own. Is there any Tannen left? Actual Tannen family? There is actual Tannen family. Um, not Tannen family that was in the magic business, per se. Uh -huh. Lou and Irv, who were the brothers who founded it, and they had a brother, Mike, who had a different magic store in New York um, called Circle Magic at the time. Circle magic. They're no longer with us. Um, but Lou's grandson um, has been coming around the shop a bunch. Oh, really? Does he up do any magic? Because he likes the Tannins Oh, yeah, of course. Which you can go to tannins.com yeah. and pick up all kinds of stuff there. You can also order online there. Uh, and sometimes, you know, when I, I have things that uh, Adam doesn't or vice versa, we always send each other business one way or the other, which is cool. Do you, I know the Internet is obviously killing uh, lots of things, but the internet for magic is very, very tough. And of course, everybody that comes into magic stores knows the benefit of a store versus online. Have you noticed? A, a, does your website do as much business as you'd like it to do, or more business, or less business? Or yeah, our website's pretty dated, and that's yeah. on me. So it's a question of how much is 
uh, is that and how much is stuff shifting. But um, we still do very healthy online business. Yeah. I mean, you have a lot been here. around forever. You have a lot on the site. Uh, yeah, so we, you know, we're it's, selective. It's current. Um, we keep it very current, and there's all anything that we think warrants being up there is there. But there's a lot of things that we get in and play with, and you, you know, you know, you and I talk about this a lot that not everything that comes out really right. should be out. And yeah, the trailers. Some of these trailers are incredible for these magic tricks, and then when we get them in stock, you know, we're expected to demo them or practice them and show them. And it's just coming in too fast. Ten, fifteen years ago, it wasn't coming in this fast. Yeah, and I mean, there's a lot of guys at the shop who all have our own different tastes, so we make sure that we're you know aware that something that I like may not be the same thing you like. It's not mm. the same thing that Magic, who works at the shop, likes. Right. Um, so we keep it broad and varied, but we want to make sure that it, it's honest and it can do what. You know, yeah, it's funny. Just just today, this guy who doesn't know Magic, brand new guy, maybe I think potential customer for a while because he loves it, asked about um, Shin Lim. I was just debating whether I should say that name or not. And, uh, you know, I have opinions about Shin Lim and live Shin Lim versus TV Shin Lim, but I don't carry a lot of his products because they are great for television. And so I said to this guy, I don't want to sell you products, not so much Shin Lim stuff, just in general. I don't want to sell you products that you're going to go home and hate because then you'll never come back and see me again. That's right. So that's yeah. got to be the same thing for you if, if yeah, you I mean, want them coming back. That's a great point. There's a lot of stuff that's great for very specific disciplines. It right. might be great to do for the camera. Right. But, right. If know, this guy, if, if this same customer said. talent show or out at your close-up gig. Yeah. It's right. Not gonna yeah. yeah. If this guy said, I have a magic special next week, I would load him up on Shin Lim stuff. It's great for TV. Yeah. But making a, a sale today is great if someone drops 30 40 50 bucks today awesome but i want them to do that every week or yeah. every month i want them coming back and hooked. tell their friends right their word of mouth is huge is you is there any advertising other than the social media that you do uh no nothing maybe you're making me question that now maybe we should do a little <laughs> more advertising. but we've been around you know a long time so within uh, right. magic and the number of people who who i talk to out in non-magic world you know in, in real life they right. go Oh, you own a magic store? What's it called? Tannen's Magic. Like, I think I went there when I was a kid. Yeah, like, right. The name, at least in New York, um, in the non-magic world, everyone in People New York. Know it, there's a reason that they've heard of it over the years. Yeah. In the magic world, worldwide. Everybody. Yeah, everybody. Um, I think I may be the only person that is in magic that has not been there. Yeah. Probably. But, so you know, the history of the store is expansive. Um, we've had a magic camp since 1974 that wow. I grew up going yes. to, and. A lot of our mutual friends are, you know, grew up there and are. And that's happening again this year. Every Does it, year, it sell out every year. Uh, yep, sold out already. Uh, not quite. We've few spots left. It's gonna be. Uh, we have 160 campers, and I think there's still about. I think there might actually be as many as 20 spots that's left. That's crazy. And uh, how, it's a, not a lot. I yeah. Guess, how long is that. how long is the camp? It's eight days. That's wow. Awesome. Yeah. Eight and it's days. all inclusive, submersive Everything. magic, yep. galactic, and. They have pretty much everybody in Magic has been there or does there or teaches there, right? Derek Hughes is there. And Derek I, Hughes is there pretty much every year. That's um, amazing. Carbonaro's been by. Carb's been a lot. He was a camper there and comes back when he can. Um, Who, do you have like year, top name um, guys now or is it, is it a secret or do you? We usually don't give out names because we are you know want to make sure that if for some reason someone's travel schedule sure, changes, minute. we don't let anyone down. Um, but last year, Paul Vigil was there with oh, us. Awesome. Um, Mike Cave and awesome. Tina were there. Um, and just our regular, you know, so what is it? Cause is it how what are the ages? How, how's a kid? Uh, ages 12 to 20. Wow. wow. Um, but you know, classes are broken down both by age and skill, so you're not, you know, you know, you're in a room with people who are doing the same kinds of things as it, you. Is each day a, a different theme? Like one day is co coins, the next day cards. No, they, how's it um, work? The classes in the morning um, are close up stage or parlor, beginner, intermediate, advanced. Um, and you're in that class all week, and then you know it'll be. Oh, I see. Maybe the material might change a little bit, um, but it's. And they it's pick more, their. They pick what they want to do. I want yeah, to be a stage guy. I want to be a mentalist um, guy. 
And so the, the, maybe it would be themed by the day, but it's really up to the, you know, the teachers and also what the class wants mm-hmm. to do. I mean, they're pretty in tune to what the kids are learning and want to do. Um, oh, that's awesome. And then there's yeah, lectures awesome. and a show at night. And, and, and not, yeah. it's only, uh, the show is for the public or for no, just, just these for, 160 just students and the staff? And, and staff. then there's about 200 and something of us all told. Is the staff sure. magicians? Wow. Other than the lecturers and teachers, are there, Every, is there? Everyone on staff's a magician. Wow. Do they get a certificate at the end of the week? Um, no certificate. There's a there is a, a competition tattoo. though, you get a uh, and there are awards. So some of them have some trophies. The ones oh, who have um, had acts put together. And when is this? 1974. It started. 74. Wow. Yeah, this first is crazy. Camp. Um, and there's no end in sight. Like you'll keep doing it as long as the place will keep having. What, what venue is it? It's at Bryn Mawr College, just outside Philadelphia. Mm. But we've got wow. kids from all over the world. Um, pretty big contingent from out here on the West Coast. Um, we give a scholarship to the Magic Castle Junior Program every year. Um, and the Divernon Fund has been matching that with another one lately. Wow. Um, SAM gives some scholarships. We have some of our own internal scholarships. Hey, did they, this is way off topic. Did those award winners on Sunday uh, get money? They usually get a thousand bucks, and usually they announce that um, at the <coughs> Castle Award Show. Yeah, they mentioned it actually that the juniors were getting some money. I think that the award winners are still getting money. I think oh. there was an effort to tighten up the programming a bit, maybe. Oh, well. And how long does it say to say things? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see. Um, okay, that's off topic. Anyway, uh, so how much is three? How much is the. Uh, sorry, three. How much is the uh, camp? camp? Is uh, 16.45, wow. I think. That's the number. I should know that number. <laughs> yeah, that's right. um, but that's about. That's uh, about here right. on the show, and you get a 16.45 discount. Yes. Wow, that's um, awesome. That's so and cool. It's and room and board, you know, they And they can go to they can call uh, let's pretend that there's slots available. They just call Tannins or is there a uh, special they can website? Call Tannins if they want some info, tannensmagiccamp.com. Ah. Is the oh wow, your own website. That. Hey, let's talk um, about some of the social media really quickly. Yeah. Tannins Magic, which is, of course is T A N N E N S M A G I C and of course on it's Instagram and Twitter, you can get both of those. And by the way, your your photo work is Amazing, dude. Oh, not mine, actually. Um, we had a, like, a look great at magician like and photographer who was um, with us for a couple focus. years at the shop. Uh, actually, maybe only about a year, but he did some great Instagram work for that. us. Yeah, I mean, this is um, like top quality artwork here. And if you want to just you go, be more friendly with Adam, you can go to Adam <laughs> underscore Blumenthal if you can spell it. It's B like boy, L U M like man, E N like Nancy, T H A L. You can see some of his foodie pictures. Yes, and there's, there's some magic there, but it's mostly my nephew, my dog, and yes. my food. <laughs> this is that's three. Awesome. That's how I actually thought you Instagram. said balloon man. I actually food, thought you uh, said balloon man. Sorry. Food, babies, and dogs. That's awesome. Do you, uh, but you're in charge of the Tannins account. Uh, I am. Yeah. Or in theory. It's very cool looking. Um, so there's um, there's quite yeah. a bit of magic, of course, in Los Angeles because the castle and all the private shows. And there's quite a bit in Las Vegas. Um, there's a show there now that you were a little bit involved in, or were at the point with Derek Delgadio. Yeah. Are you? How much are you involved in that now? Um, I mean, I'm not involved in running the show on a daily basis. Um, in, but I'm the the lighting designer for a great show called In and of Itself mm-hmm. um, that started out here at the Geffen, um, moved to New York. Yeah. And Which we, can't stop making yeah, money. We just great. passed Amazing. our one year anniversary. Wow. Um, like 450 shows or something, something crazy? Like that, yeah. Wow, that's awesome. Uh, and there is a closing in sight. Um, mm-hmm. Derek's got I some plans for other August. things coming up, so yeah. it's time to, to end this run. But this is if August 19th, I believe, is the last date. Uh, so was it, did, did you see, and then of course, Derek, um, 
Darren Brown was there last yeah. year, and that there was so much buzz. People were literally flying from Los Angeles to New York to see Derek There's and a Darren. Lot of magic in have, New York. have you noticed? Do you notice a little increase? Like I'm here to see the show with Derek or Darren, and now I want to do magic. Has that ever ever spilled over? Like I love what those guys do. How do I start to do this? I don't know. I mean, both sh- neither show I think is a traditional magic show. Right, you're not buying um, tricks to do them in know, those shows. Darren's might be slightly more traditional, certainly, than Derek's, but both are, I don't think, trick shows that you're going to walk out and say, and have the realization that you can go buy that somewhere. <laughs> right. And I love traditional That's magic great. shows, but there is something to be said for a show that can provide magic, you know, magic experience and can be magic tricks mm-hmm. without giving the audience the realization that, hey, I can go buy right. that and well, nowhere on down do the that. street. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's the thing, I think, with a lot of the shows in Vegas and elsewhere that, you know, anything with a big box, but even close-up stuff, like, there is a realization at, at some point that no matter how phenomenal that magician is, he's manipulating an object that... The box is doing yeah. the work. Yeah. For the most part. Um, yeah. I mean, sometimes. Yeah. And, you know, Derek shows very much the opposite. Of yeah, that. well, that's nowhere right. on any of the ad copy or fly does it say magic. Yep. The word magic or even illusion or... Yeah. Maybe mystery, but yeah, it's definitely it's an in, word. It's magic's a, never said in the show. Yeah, um, yeah, it's. And do you have like Penn and Teller were there for a minute? Did, did you did you see them or do that anything was great. with that? Uh, yeah. No, I wasn't involved in any way, but that was an awesome show. That was two or three years now. Yeah. Um, but there's been a lot of magic. We have a show at the store called Magic After Hours that um, Noah Levine does um, a couple times a week. Usually Tuesday and Wednesday, consistently, um, and some additional dates depending. What on is that what like? What, I, schedule I, I allows. I know about this. It is a uh, peek behind the curtain of a, the oldest magic shop wow. know, anywhere, really, um, but certainly in New York. And most of the people who come to that, likewise, that's more of a traditional magic show. But he works in a lot of history of the shop. Um, but he's doing magic tricks. It's magic tricks. Oh. Um, in a very, but in an elegant form of way, he serves champagne. It's limited to about twenty people. Um, you know, What's all ticket seated cost? around a table. I think the tickets are sixty-five, seventy dollars, okay. something wow, like that's that. That's so cool. Um, Is it like Steve's at the uh, Steve Cohen's? Yeah, uh, kind of similar, I guess. Um, they're very different personalities, um, and there's something. Most of the people who come to Noah's show, um, even though it's a more traditional magic show, are not necessarily seeking out a magic show. They like the idea of getting into this New York institution that I think maybe they don't feel like they have permission to visit mm. otherwise. Obviously, they do. We're open to the public and we welcome anyone. Sure. But it's uh, if you're not necessarily learning, looking to buy a trick, I think people don't necessarily walk in. Right. Um, and they feel yeah. like this is an interesting way to see this place. That's cool. Um, How long has that been going on? That's been going on a couple of years now. Um, but it started as a twice a month kind of thing and then uh, you know it's escalated rapidly recently. it's in the shop you've got a venue in the shop like a little stage or wow no stage it's a close-up show oh cool Um, around the table you said wow that's so cool part of it is sort of you know moves around the shop the first half and then seated at the table for the second half Um, but that's been great and a new sort of way for people to discover both the shop and also an interest in seeing good magic. What sells now? Is it uh, gadget tricks? Are, are you a, a shop that has 5,000 decks too because of card <laughs> We have a lot of decks as well. Oof, um, crazy. I lament that sometimes. Um, but the cards sell very well. Close at Magic is obviously much more popular at the moment, at least, you know, for a young audience or, uh, or young's not the right word. Most of our customers, customers are not kids. No. Um, our big customer base is probably guys in, 30s to 50s who are you know 
wear, wear suits all day and have a desk job and right. you know want an outlet. This is their yeah. escape. Yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah. Well, Adam, you you keep you sell a lot of magic yeah, kits here, up, yeah. and and I he convinced me just as on his last visit to get rid of the magic kits. These great magic kits have been selling since day one. Eight ninety five. Adam's like, dude, get those things out of here. If they're gonna spend eight ninety five, they're gonna spend twelve ninety five or fifteen. Well, but also, so like, now I don't have these magic. You know, kits. for twelve or fifteen dollars, they can get one really, really good trick. Yeah, that's true. a good trick, yeah. and it might be a few dollars more, and it might be one trick, but they're gonna keep it and use it. Yeah. Plus, um, you have your own magic kit, the tannins. Um, or is that just we, a Christmas thing? Uh, we a put holiday. together a, a collection of our favorite things. It's not a kit. It's not a. We don't manufacture it, but some of the pieces the that we of. like the most, we put in a box. Oh, okay. um, but no, no magic kits other than that. No. I mean, again, we find that especially it's one thing. Kits are useful if someone's buying it for someone else. But when someone comes in, they want to see what they're buying. And we can't do everything in the kit. And most of, you know, the kit promises 50 tricks. And really, it's two things and then a booklet that teaches 48 more. So that's why we just don't don't really sell I still have kits, just not the cheapy ones. Now I have the higher end ones. The Penn and Teller ones. The Penn and Teller kit's good. That one, I feel like, if nothing else, it's a souvenir. It's a great souvenir. More adults buy that Penn and Teller kit than kids do because it's got their face on it. We do our best to make sure that someone who's new or looking for something that's instant gratification, like a trick, an object that they can learn and practice I don't want to say right away, but you know, sooner than something they might pick up out of a book or DVD, mm-hmm. and then hopefully back that up with a book or DVD that's going to teach them, you know, some really good material. All right, that's the end of the show for this week. Uh, you want to hear the whole conversation we had with Tannen's Magic? You can go to, of course, uh, the show that is out there on themagicapple.com. That's Brent Garris's place. I want to thank Joe from uh, Misdirections in, of course, San Francisco, California, and we will see you all next week. Have fun, do whatever you want, but most of all, practice it first. See you soon. That's a wrap, ladies and gentlemen. 